So when you see a punctuation mark, you have to know what to do. A period shows that a sentence is over. I can fly a plane. A question mark shows you're asking a question. Can you fly a plane? Better than rich over here, full stop. Who's had an exceptional year? Question mark. I'm the greatest exclamation quotation. The period is made like this. Anytime you say something, you put up on the end of it. Now, for example, say you go to work tomorrow morning and uh, the boss calls you in the office and chews you out about something. As you leave the office, you turn around and say, I'll see you later, boss. <laughs> Welcome to Earbuds and Earworms, the podcast about the music less traveled. I'm Amy. And I'm Jason. Hey, it's been a whole week. Whole seven days. We're back. So, Amy, what what have you been up to in the last week? Uh, Sunday, I got to play like a really big Magic the Gathering game. It's called it's called the Commander EDH, and um, I lost pretty quickly. And I was playing with cats. Well, like my deck is all cats, if that means anything. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, so was this a long game? You said you got knocked out early, so. Yeah, um, they're generally longer. They can they can be like thirty minutes, depending on how fast some people play or what their decks do. And sometimes they can go two hours, like the one Dakota played last night. Ooh. And I was like, just like I was watching that. I was like, I'm not awake enough to help. And yeah. another person was playing a deck very similar to mine. So did you did you feel like you were playing vicariously through their deck? Uh, no, I actually, like, I would walk in and I'd root for the guy who was playing with the cat deck. I was like, yeah, 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 awesome. And, I mean, there's a lot of cool dynamics that happen in it, but it's like pure nerd stuff. I was like, yes. And then I keep telling everyone to, like, kill Dakota because, honestly, he's, like, a super, like, he sneaks up and then he murders everyone. And he did that again because everybody wasn't targeting him. They should have targeted him. Right, he's like a Magic the Gathering ninja. Except evil. Well, yeah, there, there are evil ninjas. Yes. And you? Um, I applied for a driver job today at City Gear, and I'm also really excited because my birthday is only a couple of weeks away. I can't believe it's so close to October. It's this close to Rocktober. I can feel it. I don't care how hot it is right now in Memphis. It's going to be October and that's like Jesus' promise that everything's going to be okay. I did tell you to not pull out the flannel quite yet. I warned you. I know. I, I mean, know. I haven't. No, I haven't put it on. Yeah, but you were getting it ready. I'm getting it ready. That way, um, like my closet, actually, this sounds funny coming from me, but my closet is color coded. So when I go for shirts or jackets, they're next to jackets or shirts of light colors. So now I can just, you know. Bam. I've got some good stuff on the orange and brown section and the green and blue section. I'm just, I'm ready. They're clean. Amy, let's talk about this week's theme. All right. This week's theme, which I came up with in a, I guess, like a fever dream because. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I never even had a fever, but I looked up what the holidays were coming up. You know, like old school (laughs) E&D, like when we didn't know what to do. 
I mean, we can still we can still use the holidays. That's that's fun. But I noticed that that you know what, September twenty fourth, it's National Punctuation Day. National Punctuation Day. How important is punctuation? It's kind of important because otherwise you don't know when there's a pause in a sentence. Or like when you're addressing someone or something. Needs to be that little comma there. Or, it's kind of important. Or whenever you're not plagiarizing someone. If you're quoting them, you're not plagiarizing them because then you're attributing the quote. Exactly. So I think those are important. And also I was like... Kind of curious what kind of songs there were. I was really worried there would be a bunch of educational songs, like for five year olds. Right. Uh, that's what that's what I saw in my research. Is when I type in songs about punctuation or grammar, they're educational songs, and they're usually for children. But actually, I think there's some educational songs in these picks that aren't necessarily for children. In fact, some are specifically for adults. Except for the LL Cool J one. That one's definitely for kids. <laughs> At the top of the show. Jason, what did you bring? I bring to you Some Velvet Morning by Lee Hazelwood and Nancy Sinatra. Some velvet morning when I'm straight I'm gonna open up your gate And maybe tell you about Phaedra and how she gave me life and how she made it in some velvet morning when I'm straight flowers growing on a hill dragonflies and gotta sing along to this one it's the lyrics are really simple but it seems like at least in lee hazelwood's part of the song some velvet morning it's like one long run-on song of run-on sentence and he keeps saying and over and over as if he's adding you know more compound to the sentence so it's like a triple quadruple compound sentence with all these ands but it just it kind of never ends like that sentence that you just spoke Oh, well, I actually didn't do that on purpose, but you're <laughs> sure. right. Um, anyway, and you know, uh, the balance between Lee Hazelwood's voice, it's kind of gruffy and kind of low, and the airiness of Nancy Sinatra's voice uh, is what makes this such a great tune. I think that this song is like the opposite of punctuation because they obviously didn't use it in the run-on sentence part. So these are the kids that skipped out on English class. They are they are anti-punctuation. So this is like the antithesis of punctuation. Although there are a couple of commas and apostrophes depending on which lyrics you read. The music's just awesome. I, I can't get over how awesome this song is. I'm glad you it like it. Makes me happy. <laughs> All right. Amy, what did you bring us this week? I brought an older tune from Dan Baird called I Love You, Period. Period. 
like so many songs, and yeah, I never heard it at the Applebee's or the Logans or the Longhorn that I suspect that it should be played in <laughs> because it's supposed to be a top hit, and I did not know that, and I was just like. Looking and you know how I normally do is I just like look for songs because I generally don't know what the heck I'm gonna do until whenever. But it just it gives me kind of like a sit down steak dinner vibe. But I want to bring my grammar book, my Strunk and White, and like maybe even do some grading of papers. <laughs> uh oh, uh oh, folks, she's bringing out the red pen. But I did want to mention this was made in 1993. And it had it sounds like someone speaking talk to text. I get what you're saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, oh my god, actually the song could be commentary on talk to text. Dan Baird's lyrics kind of made me visualize his words, especially when he's talking about hugging someone else with parentheses. I kind of like that in the hook or the chorus there. Which almost makes me think Seeger Rose should have made it, you know, because they have the person. The, <laughs> it just hit me. I'm I'm really sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to get sleepier, you can listen to more Seeger Rose. And have those parentheses hug me. <laughs> if you want to not be so sleepy, you can continue on with Dan Baird. Um, I, yeah, I could definitely eat a steak to this. I want a steak right now. I want them baby back ribs. Where's my steak? Baby back ribs, man. Baby back, baby back. You know, I thought this was going to be a really hard, hard theme. But do you know who came through? Our oh. ear, ear buddy. We got a couple of repeats, but the first one we have is Rico's Weird Al Yankovic Word Crimes. cannot very well imagine how hard it is for Weird Al to write some of these parodies because I, obviously he's an intelligent, educated man, uh, but it's just so in-depth. Like, this song is just all about grammar. That's all it is. And Did I think you learn it, something? I didn't. You didn't learn anything? I knew everything that was in there. I've heard the song before, and I also paid attention in English class. We have an ear selection from Zach, and he has brought us Young Grammar by John Wayne. My nouns are and my verbs do things and my adjectives snitch but my adverbs sing. My prepositions will let you know where I'm at. And when I'm there, these pronouns are letting the voice of the cat. 
my ounce with my verbs do things And my adjectives snitch with my adverb sing My prepositions will let you know where I'm at And when I'm there, these pronouns will lend a voice to the cat You see the illustrated man painting pictures with the stands It's the illest when I visit every image in the stanza My wrists run the red and blue ink While my yin and yang covers every thought that you could think Blow water dropping every single plot that you could blink So you take that wrong turn, cups are clinking in the clink Cold cocking, world record clocking in my sleep Rocking beats in the jungle, got me knocking over trees Feel the breeze, it's me breathing for these Cold seasons, John's Adam, Benedict creeping, no treason Hancock for Franklin, reasonable bacon Watch your back bacon, steaks is me He says, sometimes I just go around saying my grammar is my posse and this is why his grammar is his posse that's that's really smart that's the kind of people you should keep with you you know it's so sincere and i think that kind of the beauty of the song is it's not really i don't think it's super satirical or on i guess like really poking at being a funny song but it's pretty awesome because it just comes across as really sincere even though the lyrics are a little like Goofy just because it's a song about punctuation and grammar. That, and I think it has something to do with the music. Uh, but I think you're right. I think he's super sincere. Maybe John Wayne just really likes grammar. There's a good chance. I mean, he did do a song about it. So um, I, I like the music. It's kind of slow and kind of robo trippy. Like, kind of sounds like somebody took a little too much Robotussin. Um, that was not prescribed by your doctor, sir. <laughs> Um, but basically to me, what he's talking about is about his own dope rhymes. He's actually kind of celebrating himself by talking about grammar and whatnot that he's, he's basically a good rapper. He's a regular old Walt Whitman. That's what it is. A regular old Walt Whitman. I can't even say Walt Whitman's name. (laughs) Walt Whitman. (laughs) Uh, next up is Craig. Yeah, uh, this one is the Lonely Island semicolon featuring Solange. When you see me better cross the street, vlogger, then go home and write about it. Blogger, did I do that? Urkel, yo, Angela, who's the boss? Merkel, I'll take you where you never been. Oxnar, then make you suck a bull's nut. Oxnar, if Miss Moore married Josh. Demi Brolin, a comma and a fucking dot, semicolon. We run the streets, stop lights, all eyes on me, spotlights. Each semicolon brings us closer to the top. I'm loud and I'm sipping around, jet ski, your dick is little like Wayne Gretzky. But Gretzky's got a big dick, clarification. Everyone was rude to me. Paris vacation. My stomach's getting fat. Food. Leave trash inside my car. Rude. This one's purely funny because, well, it's the Lonely Island. Yeah, and here again, you have a super funny group that kind of does a lot of comedic stuff. They seem to have done their research until you get to the end of the song. (laughs) They just... They speak like they know what they're doing, even though if you do listen to it, you're like, none of this is a semicolon situation. And they get told at the end it's not. So nice try, Lonely Island. Um, So Solange has me wondering if people around the world have semicolons in their language. She's talking about all, all the nations. Just that one line, though. 
Well, yeah, yeah, but that that triggered a thought in my head because um, you know the difference between punctuation and other countries, like how we use a period or a dot. They may use a comma, like in numbers, for instance. I don't know. I can only speak about German, really. German and English, and they stick pretty similarly. Except the quotation marks look different, but that's just a keyboard thing. And a lot of other European culture, you would find periods and commas changed out in numbers. It's it's interesting. Oh, oh. So like a dollar no, fifty. No, I I know what you're saying. Yeah, a dollar fifty switched. would be written. It wouldn't one be a dollar five zero. It wouldn't be a dollar fifty though. Right. It, it would be, be a euro and a half, or a pound and half pound, and sixpence. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, next song. We have a double suggestion by the famous Larry and the fabulous Colian. They have brought us "96 Tears" by Question Mark and the Mysterians. Too many teardrops for one heart to be crying. at this from a different angle in which they were like hey the band name is part punctuation because it's literally a question mark it, it literally is a question mark and i think this band still plays this song to this day in some form or another i think they still tour as question mark and the mysterians now how many of them is live i have no clue and why 96 tears uh, he's very specific about the pain he wants someone to feel. Yeah, that's a, what's that's like forty-eight tears per eye. Maybe I don't know. Sometimes people only cry out of one eye. Yeah, I'm just not sure why the specific number. But um, you know, I love organs, so the organ in this song makes me very happy. I've I've heard this song many many times, and I will enjoy it many more in the future. Our final earbuddy of the show is Taylor, and she has brought us Fuck Up Some Commas by Future. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
She says, this song is about money, but you can't make millions without some commas. It's absolutely true. I like、um, that it's a punctuation and like math lesson in one. And business, if you think about it, like, takes money to make money. Yeah, that's capitalist, but it, yeah, it's just, he's talking about stacking dollars, y'all. Stacking them up. But also going from like the 10,000s to the 100,000s to the millions. Yeah, I haven't made it that high yet. No. I'm working on like the thousand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're working on that. <laughs> I just need that first comma. Give me that first comma. But I could just switch it over to like the European way of money and then I, I see what a- you did yeah, there. I can get all sorts of commas. Going international. Um, so I really love the piano. Especially in the intro, the beginning, it's very mysterious sounding and the production is great. I like being able to hear the music in the background when the beat drops out and then the beat comes back. And this, this is just well done. T- talented and great go future. You have a great future ahead of you. <laughs> I just like the fact that commas and the F word just show up together. I just think that's hilarious. At some point in time. So there's probably some of my. Uh, former English teachers may be listening that are rolling around right now, but sorry, y'all. Sorry, comma, y'all. <laughs> Amy, I'd like to know, did we get any feedback this week? We did get some feedback. We got a mystery email. A mystery email. It actually starts off, well, it's two mystery emails because obviously it looks like it's a spammer, doesn't it? Well, the subject reads New Messiah. And then it just says Jenny Lewis. The message is Jenny Lewis. So who is Jenny Lewis? Jenny Lewis is a singer. You know that. I、uh, know. I don't know her. Oh, well, you'll know her soon. And then we have a follow up email. All right.、Uh, subject, t- subject is another song thought. I get it. So, New Messiah was the title of the last song. Yeah. Now that I've heard it, okay, great. <laughs> so, second email says another song thought. Maybe Vampire Weekend, Oxford comma would be a better choice. I'm trying to think within the guidelines of grammar and punctuation. Yep. And you know what? They, he was, he, she was not the only person to think Oxford comma was a great idea. Cause we also have Naomi. Jan and Jojo and Jojo Jojo wrote a blog, a blurb about it. Jojo says the obvious choice for me is this Vampire Weekend's Oxford comma link included. And the answer, my dear Vampire Weekend is quote, I do end quote as a professional pedant and grammar nerd. I also identify with both of those words.、Um, I also really care about the word quote fewer end quote. And I will silently open parenthesis and sometimes not so silently in parenthesis raise an eyebrow when you use a subjective case pronoun when you should use an objective case pronoun. I don't know what any of that means, but I should probably learn. I apologize on the entirety of America, Jojo. It's all of our faults. We ruined the English language.、Um, like the difference between saying you and me and you and I in the right spots. You and I are going to go play flute and drums. We are? Yeah. You didn't tell me? But 
Jojo wants to have a conversation with you and me. I think that's right, though. Isn't it? Yeah, you and I and you and me. I think I, I don't think that's one, that one's controversial, though. I'm pretty sure there's, like, solid rules it. annoys it. Jojo is what I'm saying. I know, He's, but there's, like, ways you do it. Like, you don't always say you and I. You that's, would why say the you second, and that's why the second time I changed it. I know, but it's like you don't don't understand. I was giving examples. I need an English teacher to grade this podcast for me. Jojo, please grade this podcast. We need you back. So, so we also got a voicemail this week. We did get a voicemail from Chris. Hello, guys. This is Chris, the goat star or goat poop or whatever you guys are calling me these days. I just want to call and say what a great, great last show you guys did. I loved every minute of it. I loved every song. I loved how Amy felt uncomfortable, and I could tell she was going to call me a punk under her breath every single time. But I loved every single moment of that show. Great song choices by the ear buddies and, of course, the hosts. And I look forward to many more episodes where hopefully my suggestions make Amy uncomfortable. But anyway, you guys did a great job. I look forward to the next one. Thank you, guys. So I should get an award. I didn't call him a punk, even though he's a punk. Oh, oh <laughs> so there, there it comes out. Uh, gauntlets have been thrown down. The handkerchief has been slapped. I think that Chris's favorite episode is all the episodes where I'm uncomfortable. That's what it seems like. Like it was leading up to this one. Chris was trolling me. I knew it. Yeah, he he trolled you pretty hard. So maybe is there a way to troll him back? I don't know. Play punctuations music. I'm sure he'll find some way to link that to uh, gentlemen's club songs. So make me feel awkward. What do we love this week? Ooh quotation marks because that's what i wrote and you put it in quotation marks I, so well, I, had to. I see what you did there that's that's the grammar nerd and pedantic person in me that i and troll that i had to just go ahead and put quotation marks in quotation marks so there are times when you should and should not use quotation marks yes but usually when you are quoting someone for sure quotation marks and i think that people need to use that more often on social media People be ripping folks off. Well, uh, all the time. And at least if you don't use the quotation marks, at least give credit where credit's due. And if you don't know where credit's due, admit that you don't and don't try to pass it off as your own wisdom. But you can always just shift and use the quotation marks on your keyboard or there's like a whole keyboard of punctuation on your phone. Or you can even talk to text. Sometimes my Siri will actually do quotation marks when I ask her. Ah, oh yeah, because that's what she does. I love Siri. She, she's pretty great. She's pretty awesome. She's pretty Except awesome. my Siri's a dude. My Siri is an Australian lady, <laughs> and she's very sassy, and she likes to direct me to the petrol station, and we have all kinds of fun, and I'm really sorry to Australia for talking like this. <laughs> well, we do have a little bit of news. So next week, Jason has decided to retire, and so... Uh... Which is okay. Don't think that the show is going to end. It's just going to be different. And there's going to be like some weirdness happening. But don't get too excited about that. Because we still have Jason for next week. Maybe Amy will invite me back. We can do some specials. <laughs> I didn't kick you off. <laughs> no, no. I, I'm just I'm just saying. I can Hopefully I can be uh, co-host emeritus or, uh, you know, platinum star ear buddy or something. <laughs> But the credit score is terrible with that. Really? 
Yeah, it is. But my credit score is great. You're good. If you get platinum. I don't think I was affected by that Equifax breach. So, it, um, so especially this week, because Jason's leaving, talk to us on Twitter. At ENDPod. And. You can holler at me directly at the JV Guarantee. And. You can find me at Madam Woolite. Um, Facebook, Earbuds and Earworms podcast group. That's where you can get all the stuff and every version of Vampire Weekend's Oxford comma that you've ever wanted. <laughs> as many links as you can drink. Um, that's, you know, obviously not everything can make it into the podcast. Uh, usually there's extra songs. There's some pretty sweet stuff on there. Um, what, what was that article that you posted in there earlier? Oh, it was between Blood Orange and Philip, Philip Glass. Glass. Yeah. yeah, I watched that video. It was really great. It's very interesting. And Philip Glass I find fascinating. He is fascinating, and it's kind of cool to watch Blood Orange, because he's kind of just sitting there interviewing his mentor, and like you can tell he's really watching every word that Philip Glass says. Like It's really important to him. I feel like when I see mentors like that, I kind of clam up. And if you want to leave a special message for Jason's last show, uh, please call us at 731-400-BUDS or 731-400-2837. Go ahead and send us suggestions as well for like, we don't want to be a sad because it's also our one year anniversary. So like some sort of uplifting new beginnings. Craig, Craig already left several in the (laughs) podcast group already. So. But let's go with something either like a departure song or a new beginning song. Think of it as like our New Year's Eve early, I guess. Right? Yeah. That's a turning point. Yeah, it's a podcast eve. Okay, go ahead and email us at... endpod at gmail.com. And you can always find us online at... endpod.com. Part of the 10710 Network. If you need to go ahead and purchase any going away presents for Jason... You're going to want to go to endpod.com slash Amazon. A couple of cents come our way whenever you do that. And it really helps us out. It keeps the show going. And I really like giraffes. So, due to popular demand, we bring you the final song, Oxford Comma by Vampire Weekend.